Welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast. Each week we sit down and discuss our favorite lore topics from within the Destiny universe. Specifically, we intend to take a close look at a specific question that has been nagging us and potentially the Destiny community as a whole. To fulfill that, our discussions tend to assume that you already have some background in the Destiny lore. Despite that, our goal is to be as lighthearted and welcoming to everyone as possible. With that out of the way, let's dive into this week's topic. Alright, um, welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast. This is Taylor B. and The Bagels. Howdy. How do. Um, and we have a very special guest this week. We have The Dredgen Mercy. It, did we lose you? Uh, hello? Hello! Yay! Hello! hello. <laughs> I don't know what happened then. <laughs> no, no worries. Um, welcome to the show, Dredgen Mercy. Uh, thank, thank you so much for uh, for being with us. Um, love love to have you here. And, and it's always good to have, uh, I think, for me and Bags to have... Uh, uh, like a third perspective every now and again, because otherwise, mm-hmm. otherwise, I think we just get really like you know smelling your own farts and feeling really like smart about it. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just good to you're gonna, you're gonna help keep us in check and, and regulate here. So that's that's, yeah. that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be fun. Uh, this week we have a very uh, fun topic, um, and it's a theory that we actually we we kind of came up with at the end of last season, and you might kind of remember. Uh, a lot of talk. It wasn't just us, but um, this week's topic is: What if the Doritos, the big, the big uh, darkness ships that are coming to the city, are actually under the influence of Savathun, as opposed to uh, maybe some third party, like air quotes, the Veil. Like, sorry guys, I'm not going to call them that until they're <laughs> called that. Like, I'm not. That's a fan name. Like, I'm just. That, <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad name. I'm just saying it's not their name yet. That's all I'm saying. It's official. All, yeah, like I just I need that out there, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's the idea that these Doritos are really under Sabathun's command and are actually part of her machinations to maybe confuse or set us up for failure or for her own success. Um, it's kind of rooted in the fact that you can't trust anything she says and you can't trust anything that she's potentially involved in uh, as it's presented, and I think that's a fair statement that like most most. Uh, most fans of uh, this part of the lore would agree with. Um, and it's sort of just rooted in, you know, all things being equal, if there's a strong chance that she will betray you or that she will trick you in some way, that, like, this has to be on the table, too. So uh, I think, I think uh, with sort of putting, like, that down, like, Banks, what do you think about it, man? It's, it's interesting. Uh, just on the basis of how, how did this occur? Uh, is my is my initial thought process. So, did Savathun gain control of these ships uh, a long time ago? Uh, did she gain, gain control of them recently? Uh, now, part of this theory is that she's using the, the Dorito ships as a means to essentially find a way to get out of her worm contract. So, what we're, what we're spinning here is that she's using the ships as a means to uh, to to do so. So that would imply that it would probably be fairly recent that she would have been attempting to gain control of the pyramid ships, and uh, as, as she has only been trying to get out of the worm contract, as we're aware, uh, post Oryx. Uh, now that's it's entirely possible that she's been trying to get get out of a worm co- contract since before that. But it's not clearly 
uh, established that that's the case. Um, so it it brings some questions to my mind of how she would have garnered control of the pyramid ships. I I'm pretty firmly in the camp that the pyramid ships are pretty ancient. Now, we don't know a whole lot about their origin yet, but we do know that the one on the moon has been there for quite a while, and and clearly there's been some interactions between the Pyramid ships and the Traveler in the past. So, they're not a new concept, I would argue. Um, Therefore, Sabathun didn't have them created for herself. So, it, it brings up a few questions in my mind as to as to the originations of the pyramid ship and uh, how Sabathun would have exactly gained control of them. <clears throat> I, I, I kind of hear that. I always, I always wonder um, if, if part of this is maybe a little bit more that, you know, be, because uh, I, I think to a point we, we kind of <laughs> touched on before the show, just it, that would, if she is doing it expressly to get out of her worm contract, uh, like one, it's very interesting. Like maybe, maybe the catalyst, if it is a more recent decision that she's gotten into, since we don't really see it like previously in the lore, like pre Oryx's death. Um, maybe it was the fact that like as Oryx dies, it seems that his worm like crystallizes his body and kind of like finishes it off, consumes it. Um, I, 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 I would always think like that would make me pretty scared if I thought I made a deal for immortality with someone. That they could just oh, sure. eat me. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. I realize that was his worm. Uh, that that was that that's been a popular theory. I don't think that's ever been cons- uh, confirmed. Um, at least not in, not in, not very blatantly in anything that I've read. But the idea was the uh, for a long time a theory of how we might see Oryx again or something that looks like Oryx was that the worm had crystallized, like made it like a chrysalis around his body. And so, like, maybe, like, that was how the worm was finally going to, like, turn into whatever the worms turn into. See, uh, I, I, always, I always thought his worm was quite possibly the Leviathan-looking thing on Titan. Mm-hmm. Okay. I always thought that was Oryx's worm. That's a really cool theory, too. Because if it, it, it would be... I mean, and, and what I love about that is that was something that they put in the game purposefully that they didn't quite have direction for, at least like official direction for that they told us about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so something kick-ass like Oryx, the navigator, the wanderer found a way to hide his worm somewhere. That's like the ultimate mm-hmm. get out of death free card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I am, I am just for that. Although then I'm even more scared because it can eat you remotely. <laughs> it's just like it doesn't even need to be there it's eating the microwaves yeah. transmitted from whatever it did to you yeah. <laughs> um mercy uh what are what are some of your thoughts how do, how do you feel about the doritos uh really being under uh sabathun's command oh it's a tough one it's a tough one um she's manipulative She's very, very manipulative. So she I think she's somehow managed to manipulate the darkness into bending to her will and command somehow. Mm-hmm. So I like this. Yeah. <laughs> I well no, that, that, um, that makes a lot of sense. I, I actually actually I really like that. 
yeah, she's uh, she's known as the trickster, isn't she? So, mm -hmm. you know, she, like she's manipulated us. She's manipulated the vanguard in her own ways. What's to say she can't manipulate the darkness? Uh, very true. And to add to that, like, we don't really know. Like, is the is like the darkness? You can get, you guys can't see it, but I'm doing very cute air quotes with my <laughs> with my fingers. But uh, is like the darkness? Is that even like an organized thing? Like outside of the traveler, I don't think we would ever consider light to be an organized body, right? We would never mm -hmm. say that like everything has light, but we would never say those things are all working together. Uh, mm. In in under some command, like there's like this singular sort of. Uh, you know, not not to use corporate speak, but uh, there's this like singular uh, like structural tower under the traveler, and that's it. There's no other tower, but that tower doesn't control everything. It's just yeah. like it's there, and then everything else is sort of doing what it wants. So like, if I if I take that same idea and I apply it to the darkness, well, like, is the darkness like an organized body? It, 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 because if it's not, then it's a lot more reasonable that it can be manipulated, that it can be tricked, and and so I, I you know, I. I am a lot more on the side of there's a duality there, and that makes uh, both players fallible, but also not in total control. Um, Th that's entirely fair, right yeah. there. Uh, I, I tend to agree as well that the the darkness as a concept in the game universe of the Destiny of, of this of, of Destiny of the Destiny <laughs> the Destiny uh, it, that's the official is, uh, name of the game now the the Destiny <laughs> the Destiny <laughs> uh, is uh, is definitely uh, it's a very disorganized is is one way to put it I I think it's I I feel like it's more of a decentralized is probably the be the best term to to use it use for it on the basis that it's we know that the darkness is in all of us in game it's, that's that's something that's i think's pretty well been established at this point i i believe even uh, there's been popular theories ab about the traveler choosing us on the basis that we have a, an amount of darkness within us already and we can use that darkness in order to defend ourselves and fight fight for the traveler and that's exactly and the theory states that the the traveler chose us on that basis and so, in in that sense, the darkness is in all things, as is the the light. It's it's kind of a Star Wars type um, concept. I was I was just going to say that because I actually was watching Star Wars last night. <laughs> this is why you are so perfect for this show, Mercy. <laughs> but that that kind of speaks speaks to the point a little bit that uh, basically the. It's it's less a it's less a force with consciousness and more so a force that can be used or or changed uh, to our to the will of the people that can well, it's, it's kinda that like, are strong enough to use it. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a and, and you know you know for lack of a better word like Bags you and I play in D and D Mercy I I I know you at least know what D and D is. And uh, it's like it's like magic, right? It's it's yeah. like magic. Like anyone can use the magic. The magic is supernatural, but like the magic mm. is just that. It's the magic. So you have the light magic, you have the dark magic, but like it's the person who chooses how to use it, whether is what makes it like good or evil, right? Yeah. Yeah. So all right. 
Awesome. Because that's how you also how you have like warlords. Like no one ever like I don't see why the tower is so opposed to there being good darkness wielding guardians when there were clearly bad light wielding ones. Mm. I I think it's more so just looking at the track record of people that have been manipulated by by the power of the darkness in the past. I mean, if we're like, going to use numbers, though, like, that is not exactly a sample size. The one guy. Sure. <laughs> like... I, 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 I understand where you're coming from. It, it's it's just a concern of, of about how the, that power can actually twist somebody into something that mm. that obviously would work against humanity work against the guardians as as they can mm. understand uh it, it's it's less about um less about uh, sample size and more so just about uh a, a fear of what somebody twisted and betraying their ranks could do uh, th- that that's the bigger concern because it's been it has been seen and justifiably it, it raises some concerns mm. hey, hey mercy i'm gonna i'm gonna sidetrack us a little bit which star wars were you watching Uh, i watched the newer ones the first three before the older three nice so the prequels so i i I was actually watching them kind of like in order like with anakin skywalker yes up to when he became darth vader yes (laughs) do it i i yeah no i Man, earlier earlier last year, I did a an all like chronological order Star Wars thing. So like I watched the prequels, then I watched like Clone Wars, where you're supposed to watch that, and then I watched like this show, and like yeah, I spent way more time than a grown man should have, but <laughs> it was worth it. It was a lot of fun. Um, definitely, definitely feeling feeling those vibes right now. Then uh, especially especially. Uh, since you watched that trilogy, it's kind of it's kind of fun to like to to use that as, as what we're talking about now because like there are so many it, in those sagas. There are so many times where like good people are doing like weirdly evil stuff, and um, you know, characters get conflicted. Like majorly themes. I'm not gonna try and break down Star Wars as as like a philosophical mm. drama, but like you know, major themes of people like being considered like oh well, like is this is this like X like actually good or is X actually evil when you can use it to do like this thing which I view as objectively good, and you see like inner character conflict there. And but it's really interesting you bring that up because like to what we were just talking about, I think that actually fits uh, a little uh, a little perfectly. Um, you have we're kind of reaching this point as characters. I think a lot of people are calling how we're going to have to pick a side. Um, you know, light or dark. Much like Anakin did. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And we're 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 sort of in that in that area right now where we're seeing the benefits of the dark side and what yeah. it can do for you and we're tasting it. We're dipping in the pool and we're just like, but just a dip. It's okay. But the question is, are we going to want more? Mm. <laughs> I, to further this analogy a little bit, I'm kind of curious. I I don't know a whole lot about the expanded lore of of Star Wars. It's it's not been. I've not read any of the books or anything like that. But I do know of the existence of so-called gray Jedi, which use both the light and the dark in that universe. I, I'm curious if Destiny goes down a path where certain members 
uh, of our, our Destiny universe can find a similar path where they can successfully use both both the light and and the dark in, in Destiny. I uh, think I think Eris is already there. Okay. Mm. I think she can wield both dark and light. Mm. Okay. Okay. I'm here for that. I, I want to learn if, if like she can teach us how to do the dark stuff, I want to learn that darkness fushigi. Like like the ball like tricks she was doing, like almost yeah. gymnastics fighting <laughs> in the cutscene. Like I wanna learn that. That was awesome. <laughs> I wanna I wanna learn that style. I don't know. Like, are you dancing or are you fighting me? And then it's just like your head's <laughs> taken off. <laughs> I really I really want that. That's an interesting that's an interesting thing. Um so I, I, I actually kind of agree, because we have no reason to think she can't still do her Guardian-based powers um, in conjunction. Especially, like, some of the ways she was, like, moving. It definitely mm-hmm. seemed like a, like that was a double jump. Yeah. <laughs> like, here and there. <laughs> Going back to her stuff. I'm What really scares me about her is, like, the sort of what I imagine to be her subclass of darkness, which is, like, Hive Witch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's where because in the um in a couple places it's it's been shown how she can go off the deep end with that like in the dark future mm-hmm. um and it's only been potential future so far she said some stuff that seems like a little worrying like uh in, in her stuff where she's like oh yeah no i'm totally gonna use this darkness so hard you just i've i've got it now and you guys are effed <laughs> like it's kind of the uh, I can't remember the lore entry. I'm so sorry. I did it just such a disservice right now. But there's there's a there's a point there's a point in the season's general stuff where she where she notes that like she can do it now, mm-hmm. um, like a, a lot a lot more with a lot more control than she could before. And that's that's where I'm just kind of like, all right, that's gonna be really cool until it's not. It's <laughs> gonna be. <laughs> I have to admit, I'm pretty concerned about Eris. The fact that she hasn't been a major plot point in this season and we get a lore entry or a lore, a lore series like the dark future. Mm-hmm. It, it really concerns me that we're not in active communication with her because it seems like our guardian is one of the few people that gets through to her. We should like, we're borderline a therapist for her in season of arrivals and uh, shadow keep, especially mm. where basically we, we, separate her from the, her nightmares <laughs> throughout throughout that that year and now she's just off on her own learning to use darkness powers and we get a lore drop in the form of the dark future where she is essentially the, the controlling factor of the darkness in, in our in our system so yeah, it, it's a uh, it's a little disconcerting for me at this point. Uh, what Eris is up to? <laughs> Why you gotta... she knows she knows so much about Savathun, the way Savathun mm-hmm. works. That's kind of concerning too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I I completely agree. Uh, I again, it, it's it's hard to know exactly what's what's going on in the background there, but certainly. Um, certainly we should be talking to, to Eris at this point to figure out Savathun's machinations, because she was heavily involved in the past uh, three months, that being Savathun. So, 
we should be keeping tabs on her at, at this point. <laughs> mm. We really don't have anything from this season. And that that could just be Savathun um, basically writing off her season of Arrivals motives. Uh, that now we don't... We basically... Basically, from what I'm aware of, she was attempting to prevent us from interact with the Pyramid ships in Season of Rivals mm-hmm. uh, via her interference, uh, as the game states. And basically, she brings in Taken to prevent us from making direct contact and that, that sort, of, sort, of, sort of stuff. So, what exactly... If she, if she gave up on that motive because she saw that we were going to make contact with the Pyramid ships anyway then what is she up to in the background? And, yeah. So, I, I, I again, like, I, I just find it so interesting, and I'm, not, and I'm not saying it's wrong, but, like, that would be the first piece of lore that involves Savathun that we would be saying, no, that's just true on its face. <laughs> that, that, then that's entirely fair. Uh, Savathun has, has been a master of hiding her... her motives and hiding her um her machinations for a very long time and to just assume that we can understand what she's up to based on a set of three months of interactions that is a big assumption i will completely grant you that oh thank you No one expects the polite acceptance. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I mean, especially especially when you go through uh, some of the lore, I think, uh, Mercy, you had mentioned uh, Insurrection? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I don't want to take your thunder with that, but like that that also struck me too. Like, what, what, what about it to you, like, sort of uh, gave you pause and, and got you thinking about the, uh, the theory here? Yeah, it's the whole, it's the whole start of the entry mm-hmm. um where it's on about Eris Moon's body like is she dead is she injured what's going on with that um and then it goes on to say uh out of that needle as if dispatched into the world through fatal injection comes the emaciated magnificence of Dullin Karu that's the bit that struck me. Mm. Okay. So it I mean if you're if your brain's working like mine, like that says to me I mean, just back to the base theory that, that brought us together today, like that could be like all this could be just to wake up Eris. Because it's it's it says that um Yeah. As it say through that pain comes a long black needle and the skin around it dimples into the erratic spun cancer topology of some gruesome four-dimensional waveform which no monist process could ever produce and then it goes on to say about Dullin Karu. Mm. I... So... No, please, please, please. Is, is something... Is, has Dullin Karu come out of Eris or... Remember or I, what? So, so like, so, 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 bear with me. I'm gonna be like a child right now. But y- you know, in Ghostbusters, 
like, like there, there is no Kara, only Zoo. <laughs> like, 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 I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's maybe like that type of thing. That like, no matter what happens, I mean, I would imagine because it, it sounds like she's getting corrupted herself, and maybe That's, that name, yeah, yeah. Maybe that name is, like, what she's, like, prophesied to become or what she's meant to become. Like, maybe that means something in the hive language that we don't know what it is. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man, that's okay. <laughs> okay, I'm here for this. Because if it's, if, if we use the dark future as sort of a, a basis of what could happen, if all of this is to push Eris over the edge and into that role... I mean that's fucking genius. Because uh-huh. all she's doing, all she's doing, it's it I mean like if you think about it, she hasn't even fought anything with the darkness ships. Like I don't think she's lost a ship. Mm-hmm. All she's done is make us go cray. Yeah. <laughs> like every time then, anyone gets near one, they go like their their mind starts to mess up. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's all right. I was looking at the wrong thing. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, that's that is scary. Because if you think about it, all she's made us do is fight a bunch of fallen. Yeah. So, and then from that, Dolin Karu starts to speak. Then. Uh... <coughs> She starts talking about uh, Savathun, actually. Mm. Uh, right. She says here, Would you ask to know about my mother? The crested head twitches in with alien motion. The fungal shoulders roll beneath her armoured plate. Is she the one you seek, which Queen Savathun? Archantrope. Queen of Encrypts, the Black Needle, deepest in the High Coven, Emancipator of Worms, the missing piece of all puzzles, who shall see the cosmos unborn into an infinitely dwindled egg. So, I don't know. This is this is why I'm thinking, you know, about Savathun manipulated as she manipulated Eris, or you know, through. The way she's manipulate well, the way what I think is manipulating the darkness somehow. If that makes sense. No, that makes a lot of scary sense. That makes yeah. Ooh man. Bagels, do you ever have that moment where like you're Cartman all of a sudden and you can't believe we didn't see it before? <laughs> because that's that's me right now i really like this because it's because and i mean she kind of talks about this in uh in her entry where she's teasing us Mm -hmm. it's that like she could do nothing and we'd still give her credit for it and it works in her favor Mm -hmm. and it's just yeah, like, once you know who she is, you're kind of SOL. Like, she can... Yeah, she's made you paranoid. She wins. Yeah. But then she goes, and then Dulling Haru starts 
again talking about her mum again, uh, Savathun, um, about her plans, Savathun's plans. Mm. Uh, uh, here it says, "See, this is this is why I can't I can't make up whether she's trying to get out of a worm contract or not." at this part or whether she's trying to just basically feed her worm because she says in her modest cunning which she prefers not to be overstated so as to persevere her from the scorn of gossips she gathered several of her ascendants who were in danger of being consumed by their worms then she pushed them through a rupture into close orbit of a black hole deep in gravity's embrace time passed slowly for them See how the worms are satisfied, Zephathun said, for the hunger grows sluggishly, but their servants continue to dispatch tribute at the ordinary rate. Hmm. But the worms sense the deception and increase their demands, thus the orbiting sacrifices were consumed, and their remnants fell into the event horizon from which not even the hive might return. So what is she up to there? Is she trying to get out of a worm contract or is she just feeding it? The way I've always interpreted that that statement there is that Savathun, being clever, <laughs> as, as we know her, has, has tried to come up with a variety of ways in order to satisfy her worm. She's always thinking long term. She, <laughs> wants, she wants to make sure she can establish a plan that will essentially eternally feed her worm and therefore prevent the worm from consuming her. So in, initially she attempts this, where she she basically puts her her lieutenants into stasis via a, a black hole. And that slows, slows the worm's demands relative to real time, uh, is, is basically how to look at it. And so that, that attempt obviously failed here, and so she looked to alter, uh, alternative methods again and created the murder battery that is the Dreaming City now and the curse cycle. Mm -hmm. So she's just continuously creating plans in order to attempt to find ways to appease her worm at this point. And eventually she seemingly comes to the re realization that she's never going to be able to satisfy her worm forever she's going to have to do something in order to get out of her worm contract otherwise she's going to she's going to succumb to the worm consuming her as well I yeah the, that, that, the that, way that, it did with oryx yep yep so uh, that's that's kind of how uh, i i interpret all of this in in uh at least in terms of savathun's motives and uh, again uh, as as wily as she is, we can't trust a lot of what's what's put down the paper in regards to her. But uh, that that seems to be at least what we can guess at for now. Cool. Hmm. I <laughs> yeah, I am. I don't know which way to feel anymore, Biggs. <laughs> All I know is like. No matter what I think, I'm probably wrong because she'll right. just be like, nah. -uh. <laughs> See, Savathun's trickery right there. I know. It's, <laughs> it's what I really hate about it. It's what I really hate about it because, like, she keeps being in the edges of stuff, and, and now that uh, Zivu Arath uh, has, has oh. shown up, 
what I really just love about this is, I mean, part of me hopes we never actually meet Sabathun. Like, maybe we read about her, maybe even interact, like, in-game with her, but, like, I don't ever want to actually fight her. I think it'd be kind of cool if you never actually saw what she looked like. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to, like, keep the mystique. I want to meet her. I actually want to fight her. I reckon she'll be a harder, better fight than Oryx. Hmm. For sure. I feel like she would never... I, th- I feel like she... Sorry. Go on. Uh, sorry, you're, you're fine, go on. I just feel like Zavathun is stronger than what Oryx was. Mm. Somehow. And that's entirely possible from what I'm aware of. Oryx was probably in a weakened state when we encountered him in the Taken King. He probably mm. didn't have a lot of the tribute that he was accustomed to after losing both Crota and the majority of his lieutenants in our war against his his brood. He, he basically he lost a lot of tribute in that fashion. Oh, yeah, we and took so, the legs out from under him. Exactly. Uh, and so we basically could have been fighting him in a weakened state at that point. Now one would argue that that's how you have to approach a hive god. You can't just take them head on at full strength, otherwise you will be obliterated. Mm. But um still, uh to that point, I I do believe that Oryx was probably in a weakened state when we fought him. If if we were to fight Sabathun, I don't think it would be head on. I I don't think that Sabathun would want to fight us head on. To be to be frank, she's she is the the queen of of deception. She would find other people to fight in her stead, and uh, she would find a champion, or she would find um some grand puzzle that would ooh. serve in her place. Ooh, ooh, guys, guys, can I can I ask a stupid question? There are no stupid questions. <laughs> you, I'm gonna surprise you, but my my thought here is: what if it's like in Bill and Ted when they have to fight death, but it's really like they keep they keep she she'll keep picking like a game like shoots and ladders <laughs> or like battleship. <laughs> She's like keep kicking her ass and be like, why don't you let us shoot you? Like, nah, man, I'm trying to play. I'm trying to play magnetic football. That's 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 how I choose to defend myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> see me on this foosball table. <laughs> She's like wholly unprepared to to fight her in this way, and she knows it. She's just back there like slapping the pinball machine, becoming becoming a real wizard. Just getting ready for us with the most perfect high score, and we've been we've been fighting things like dorks this whole time. Oh <laughs> now I really hope I really hope they do something like that, at least like in a stupid dream sequence. It doesn't have to be real, but I, I think. I wanna- it- yeah, I want another Chronicon, just <laughs> of us fighting Sabathun and just board games. <laughs> <laughs> I would, yeah, I would also accept Go Fish. <laughs> Perhaps Uno. Grubble. <laughs> yes. Yes. She knows all the words. <laughs> Little did we know we'd be, pl- we'd be playing in the Hive language. <laughs> she's oh i was i was gonna say maybe she's maybe she's one of those that like she's like no we have to use the house dictionary you can't use the scrapple dictionary 
<laughs> There's people like that. I've played with people like that. Like, no, dude, I'm sorry. Uh, do, 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 re, mi is not a word. <laughs> they get mad. <laughs> okay. Oh, dear. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to be, but that's that's just when, when I get all spin foily. That's, that's, where, <laughs> that's where my mind will eventually go to something dumb. It's um, just who I am. I, mm, okay, so, all right, then how about this? How about this, Bakes? If you were to turn it up to 11, which I know might be a difficult concept just because she uh, kind of does that to herself. <laughs> um, but if you were to turn this up to 11, like, what would you need? What sort of connective tissue would you need? And, like, we, we've prepared multiple paths, so, like, feel free to, to take a shotgun approach and just kind of go through how, like, different ones mm -hmm. might work or whatever mm -hmm. you feel, which, or, or whichever your favorite is. Um, and, yeah, how would, you, how would you make this happen, sir? So, I would need some sort of establishment on how the pyramid ships work or how they could be controlled. We don't know... Uh, I, I can see absolutely that Sabathun gains control of some sort of element of the darkness. That makes sense. She's a champion of the Hive, and they already seem to have control of an element of the darkness in um, kind of their soul fire type attack. That, that seems to be base, at least based in the darkness. We don't know a whole lot about it at, at this point in time as to whether or not that's directly based on, on a an artifact of the darkness or anything like that. Uh, that's mm -hmm. that's entirely un unknown. But uh, it's the, a known unknown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it's it's still something that seems to be tied to the the darkness and originating from that power. But what the pyramid ships are is at this point they seem to be uh, a opposite of the traveler. Uh, now there's they're more numerous and that sort of thing. Um, but they're there, they seem to be that that opposite effect to it. So, how does one control a truly paracausal being? Is the question that I have to raise in order to uh, turn this up to eleven. And I could see it if some something happens where um, maybe something happens like in the dark future where Sabathun kind of falls in line with Eris and. Eris is the one gaining control of the pyramid ships, based on the basis that, uh, in that dark future, we basically see that Eris is the one controlling everything. <laughs> it's, it's kind of it's kind of the feeling mm -hmm. that I, I get out of that. And so why why wouldn't it be possible that if her and Sabathun aligned, like in that future, that the the pyramid ships would also align with the apparent strongest power in the system so I, I that that seems to be what the darkness wants from us they're looking mm -hmm. to find the strongest champion corrupt them and bring them to their side okay so if if that were the case then um if either sabathun or eris um uh, and they aligned themselves with with the with the darkness and clearly establish themselves as the quote-unquote strongest challenger to the final shape, I could see them all aligning 
and the pyramid ships falling under the control of Sabathun and or Aerith. That really... that's my thought process anyway. That's a that's a really interesting one. I um just sort of going down that thought process that the like like one thing to note like uh, aside from aligning like what if it's sort of a juxtaposition where you know to to, to everything you said Sabathun sort of becomes the worm that actually gets out of the contract and then the secret is that in the dark future that's actually Sabathun. Um, and it's more of like a vessel thing, uh, going forward. It would be very interesting to me. Um, but, uh, there's so much going on in the dark future that, 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 that's one of many possibilities, but I think, I think that's, mm -hmm. I think that's, I think that's a super cool way to, uh, to look at it. Um, Mercy. Mm. Following Bagel's example, uh, is, um, is there, if, if you had to make this idea work in, in any of the ways that we've, that we've talked about? Like how, how would you, uh, like, what would you need to, uh, like see or read to uh, be like, Oh yeah. Okay. This is fact now. How would you turn it up to 11? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I, I really don't know. I really don't know. I couldn't, mm -hmm. I couldn't say, to be honest, there's like you said, there's so much going on. In the dark future, mm -hmm. um, I really wouldn't know which approach to take. If I'm truly, truly honest with you, no worries. I think I think I think that's totally fair. Um, and in a way, that's sort of saying that so many are valid that it's hard to like turn one up, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sure. that makes that makes total total sense. Um, yeah. and there, there are a lot of paths yeah. in order for. For somehow the the pyramid ships to, to fall fall in line with Sabathun, absolutely. If I if I if I could help out a little bit because I think you actually just did it, I feel like they <laughs> would just have to narrow it down, right? <laughs> Is that if 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 they uh if they kind of like narrowed down what could possibly be there? Do do you think that would be like a little easier to uh, yeah to, uh, to come at it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Um. Yeah. Um. I I, I think I think for me. Uh, they just, it, it, it just has to be revealed. I think like once, once, uh, once Eris starts to, uh, starts to turn maybe, or, you know, in a couple things like, cause, because a lot of times, uh, you know, there's still some people out there who think when she looked into her, uh, her little darkness orb and said, my queen before that she was talking to Sabathun and, and that these, these letters that she's putting on, uh, have been an act because those letters are for us to read. Yeah. Like it's not like we found something that was meant for her eyes only. It's stuff that that like she knew we could put it. Like that's public record stuff. Like that's there's no there's no secrets about uh, about those writings and letters and stuff like that. She used like public mm -hmm. nets and and all that. So I, <laughs> I was I was one of those people that thought that she might have been talking to Sabathone. Mm -hmm. And was... it's like cuz cuz it's simply the way that she said it. <laughs> right? It's the way that she said it. I don't know. There was just something there that made me think. I think that speaks to Marla's voice acting more more than anything. That she's she's great at just throwing. Uh, it's almost like throwing her voice in a direction where Eris Eris's motives can be questioned in that fashion. Um, but uh, to your point, a little bit. Um, I I think that. Um, I, th I think that if, 
if that were to be the case that Eris was actually speaking to Sabathun in that moment, that would be mm-hmm. the greatest long con of all time, where Eris was actually dragging us along, t- teaching us how to um, be, if not corrupted by the darkness, at least how to use it so we could eventually be corrupted by the darkness itself. Mm. That would be the greatest long con of all time by Sabathun, corrupting his greatest champions in uh, in that fashion, essentially. And, and the fact that Eris has spent so much time with the Hive as well when she was trapped on the moon mm-hmm. as well. Who's to say what happened while she was down there? We don't know if, if Zavathun thought we were down there and plotted something mm-hmm. with her. Mm-hmm. Maybe Zavathun's the whispers that let her out. Possibly. Yeah. And honestly, uh, her her wish could have tied her to Zavathun. Uh, certainly the um, Kara, uh, as as we suspect, uh, have, have their ways of... Uh, monkey pawing you into situations that you never envisioned so certainly it could have been that uh eris's wish directly tied her to sabathun in that moment and sabathun uh eventually found her a way out so that she could corrupt guardians or something to that effect Mm. um some sort of infiltrating force within the guardian ranks yeah, I mean, and and maybe maybe if it's for nothing else than to plant a seed to have a whole new faction of people who are uh, you know whispering about you, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know wondering about your secrets and instead maybe keeping secrets about you from other people because especially like the Vanguard would be playing right into that. They don't tell us the general city about Savathun and and the impending doom. They just kind of sound the alarm. And people need to hide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And so that's 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 another yeah yeah guys I'm I'm here for it that's another that's another uh, mind blowy <laughs> uh, uh, take at it um I yeah I think I think for me it's really just uh it's really just a matter of like like Mercy said just narr- narrowing it down or um like a uh, like Bagels here said uh just. <laughs> Just actually like starting one of like like just knocking that domino that actually starts to make some of these things come true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think would actually really really do it for me. So I don't know if that's cranking it all the way up to eleven. Crank it all the way to eleven. I don't know. She like storms in like Shao Kahn at the end of Mortal Kombat and he's like, <laughs> "You fools! I've come for your souls." <laughs> like... <laughs> 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 I, I'm gonna say I'm all, all here for this cutscene now. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I want to see. Yeah, she's gigantic, and our solution is to take a, a karate stance to fight an amorphous head. Like I don't know. Like, <laughs> even if this cutscene has to occur in a dream of ours, I'm, I'm absolutely here for for Bungie fully animated. <laughs> <laughs> That's my that's my turning it up to eleven. She she literally just storms in in a way that you would not expect, and, and comes for your souls. Uh, <laughs> uh, excuse me. Oh yeah, no no worries no worries. Um, well guys, I think I think I'm ready to uh, to move into uh, to shout outs. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know I I I think I'll kick us off. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to our guest, 
Mersey, thank you, thank you so much for for joining. Um, I want to ask everyone who is here in uh, Washington D.C. with me. Uh, just, I, I hope you stayed safe um, this past okay. week. That's that's yeah. That's I I. That's if there's so much to say and so much that that I'm feeling right now as, as a as a resident. But uh, the one thing I want to actually shout out is uh, I I hope that uh, if if you had to you know. People might not know that, like a lot of a lot of the people came in the city, but like the lockdown and stuff is the stuff people who actually like that we that live here, like had to go through. So like I, I just hope I just hope everyone, uh, my, my my fellow DC residents, I just hope you were able to stay safe. That's all I want to say. Uh, so I didn't make it mean to make it no. too heavy, guys. No, you're good. <laughs> no, <that's laughs> yeah, yeah. Mercy, you got a shout out? Yeah, I want to uh, have a shout out to the guys from my clan that I roll with, uh, Chaos, Luke, Cox, Martin, uh, Shade Crimson, uh, I know there's somebody, oh, Reese as well. <laughs> yeah, just a shout out to all them who I roll with every week playing Destiny. Love Never it. fail to make me smile and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and all of them are my best friends. Uh-huh. That's, that's so great yeah that's 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 awesome um and i hope uh i hope uh that um you know all of them listen to hear your shout out <laughs> Sh- shameless plug on my own show for myself <laughs> thanks who you got buddy uh i just want to give a shout out to to everybody to to stay safe uh we're we're almost hopefully at at the end of the the covid tunnel that's seemingly been going on forever and the vaccines are are being deployed slowly and steadily Mm -hmm. um so don't don't blow it all before before you get the vaccine uh try try to stay safe keep your family safe um, we're, we're, I can see the light at the end of, end of the tunnel personally. I, I try to be an optimist on this sort of stuff and I, I hope that it gets deployed quickly and, uh, effectively so that we're, we all get, all get our doses in a timely mm-hmm. fashion. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just hoping that everybody can until then get, uh, uh main, maintain their, their safety. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, mirror that a hundred percent. Um, actually, you know, uh, still speaking to uh, check check your local uh your local government uh, listings. Uh, here in D.C., we have a registry. Uh, I've registered, and so when the appropriate wave for like my uh, risk level comes up, they'll actually alert me and let me know where I can go and I can go get my uh, my vaccination. So you know, your uh, your your local city might have something like that. And uh, I'll say like even though I'm not one of the first to get it. I'm very happy to know that I will. So that's just uh, just to add to that, maybe some peace of mind out there that you didn't know about because I didn't know about it till uh, I saw like uh, DCS tweet it. Uh, didn't even like get, get get an email from the from the city, but yeah. So <laughs> it's help is out there. <laughs> um, all right, Mercy, th- thank you so much for uh, being our guest. Um, again, we, uh, we really appreciate it to have you on and I hope, I hope you had, you had a good time cause we're probably going to invite yeah, you back. Thank you. Thank you. I had an awesome time. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, with that, everyone, uh, like we say, stay safe, uh, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. That's the end of this week's topic, but be sure to check out our past and future episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. If you have any questions about this week's topic, want to discuss Destiny lore with us, 
or if you just feel like reaching out to us, you can find us on Twitter at SpinfoilTheory, or you can email us via SpinfoilTheory at gmail.com. Thanks for listening! The Lore Network.